today. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's words of the day are the first one being hobnob. <laughs> What's so funny? Funny word. Just a funny word. Hobnob. A hobnob. No, that's not <laughs> what it means at all. Nice try. <laughs> to associate on very friendly terms. Actually, yeah, that's. I mean, I could. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you hobnob on the on the. Yeah, okay, I got you. So a friendly informal chat if it's used as a noun. Getting it, down on the hobnob. Well, it's a verb used without a subject to associate on friendly terms. So I don't know if the subject of that verb would be she's hobnobbing. His cob. Then you know. Then you know what I'm saying. Then it's like ah, well, I don't know. If it works like that, hobnob. Should it take how long to say knob? Hobnob. Hobnob. What, what is knob? You hob the knob. Just knob. Mm. Knob. Sucking the knob. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Next word of the day, BTO stands for bathroom time off. Mm. Similar to part time off, or personal time off. You pay time off, whatever you want to call it. One can easily achieve 40 hours of additional vacation. Here you go. Here's a good one for you, an early stat for you. One can easily achieve 40 hours of additional vacation time by taking a daily 9 minute and 23 second dump at work. How long? 9 minutes and 23 seconds a day. Oh, that's ideal. And you can rack up 40 easily. hours of BTO, bathroom time off. Mm. You really in the bathroom for 10 minutes? Well, more than that. I said throughout phone. the throughout the course of the day, yeah, but I'm oh, never. Yeah, just, yeah, not, not I'm, one I was gonna sitting. say one sitting, man. That's ridiculous. <laughs> if you're in there for ten minutes, that's where they gotta call in the the reinforcements and hey, did you fall in? Send in the chopper. You gotta be careful, though. <laughs> you got you really do. You gotta be careful. So, all right. Uh, it's been a while. Yes. It's been a while since we've done this show. <laughs> all right, you ready? Yes. I think the last time we were here, you predicted the Packers were gonna beat the right or Niners. We'll address that, okay? We all, we have some things to get to. Bigger things happened, Flan. Just all right, just what I remember. life life reminded us that there was bigger things than silly games we play. Mm. All right, for large sums of money, and the ones that I blow money on gambling because it's and with your ice cold. It's tanks. been a rough time. <laughs> We're not going to disrespect a legend like that today, Flan. Relax. There's a time and place for that. Let's get it on. <laughs> Welcome to the Cohort Sports Report. Gas bags with fun facts. Mm. Podcast by regular Joes. For regular Joes. Mm. Sponsorship free because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. My name is Jeff Woodworth and I'm joined by my friend and co-host in that order, Brendan Flanagan. What up? What's up, dude? It's been a while. It's been a long time. Long time. Two weeks. Uh, actually, if I check the notes when the last episode was. It was two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um. The fifteenth was that a Wednesday? Two weeks. Don't rub yeah. your nose on the microphone, man. It was itchy. Come on, bro. <laughs> You're not the only one that uses them, man. 
And uh, I don't, ke- I don't keep track of which ones we switch uh, back just, and forth. Just spray some Lysol on it. Yeah, that's good. that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, dip it in water. Yeah, disinfect it. Thank you. All right, you've been good? Life's good? Yeah, you've been good? Yeah. You've been good, boy? I, well, no. <laughs> no, sir. Whoa. I've been, uh, been a little naughty. No, uh, <laughs> no it's all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you took it there. You asked if I was being a good boy. Like, yeah, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. just minding my own business. Love that. Love yeah. that. Love that. Staying low, uh, getting drunk. Mm. We haven't gone out drinking in a while. We got to change no, that, big dog. Haven't been in a while. I'm telling you, we got to go out to Sebastopol. Lots of talent. And then, of course, throwback to Santa Rosa. It was the first time, dude, I've been to Osceolo's in like a minute. I went really? uh, last weekend. Yeah. Would cool. you go on Saturday or Friday? <sighs> Oof. I think Saturday. They always blend together. Well, that's because Friday night I was uh, throwing up on Main Street in Sebastopol. Oh. So it just went a little too hard, too fast, yeah. Yikes. Too much whiskey. So Oof. it was, uh, yeah. There were parts of me, there's probably still parts of me scattered on Main Street. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, no, it's, it's rained a little bit, so we'll have to go change that. There will have to be more parts of me scattered across Main Street in Sebastopol. Oof. Yeah. That's the thing, man, is like, you know, once you leave the brewery and you go and you go whiskey at the bar, that's your mistake. Because as long as I stay with the beer, we're fine. I can even drive home. We're good to go. Well, I still that's drove home. Number one rule of drinking. You, you, the first drink yes, you have, you yeah. stick with it. I know. What is it? Beer before or liquor? Liquor after beer? Never been sicker? Or what, what is it? It's like beer before. Uh, I don't know what it is, but usually. Liquor before beer, you're in the clear. I don't know. Something like that. And then you get sicker. I, you, you know what it is. You know. You know. You, you fucking know. So. Just don't mix them. No, yeah, so, trust, yeah, big trust, I didn't, yeah, not anymore, love that, all right, Uh, let's see, you got Alpha, Beta, Zeta for us, yes, let's start off with the Alpha, I'm giving my Alpha to my favorite podcast, which is part of my take, wow, (laughs) all right, why does PMT get the the Alpha, No, they snuck into uh I, I did look media, up for half sn- a second, getting excited. <laughs> I was just like, what are you shouting us out for? Oh, that's right. Yeah, sneak, my bad. It snuck on the uh, media day, and PFT was gotten the cosmetics, uh, and it was one of the funnier videos I've seen. Yeah, <laughs> when they went undercover. <laughs> yeah. They got their media credentials snagged. And supposedly they got, they got, they had a tail the second they walked in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then PFT has a video where he's... Uh, He's sitting there, and he's just like, I'm 5'10", and there's a lady off the camera. There's no way you're 5'10". <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked. Uh, I'm, still, I'm still um, surprised that they, they got him. Yeah? They, they Even with the fake credentials that were sticking to Fake cat was easy, but you know, I, would, I wouldn't. Well, I guess they have, they have cues to look at. When the hell would, would an old-ass woman like, oh, I don't like know, PMT, PFT be going in there looking like that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that was a terrible choice of disguise. Like, should have gone in. Should have gone in just dressed as old, <laughs> old journalists. He, 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 That's he really was saying he, was, he thought about the problems. Like, what if I had to go to the bathroom? Like, which, where would I have to go? Where would I go? <laughs> just be an old lady walking in the men's room. You can get away with it. Just claim senility. But, yeah, it's just, I mean, it was entertaining. Uh, I think they said that they're going to try and, what, they're going to take some time off and really try and get in there. But the block is hot, man. They they know. The NFL is on them. Yes. Yeah. So, all right, beta. Beta goes to... All sports media. Oh, okay. Why? Because they're dead wrong on their hot takes to the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. So the entire sports media landscape is wrong. Niners will win this game easily, oh. 82-3. to three, Wow. Without a doubt. 82-3. to three. <laughs> is, that, is that mathematically, po- is that a combination of points that's achievable? 
Um, anything, anything other than ones achievable? 63, 70, 77, 80. No, it'd be 85. You can get anything. Did you say 85 to 3 or did you say 82 to 3? 82. Yeah, no. Yeah, nice you, you can get 82. I know you're looking for Scorigami, but it's not going to happen can, that way. You can, you can get 82 somehow, some yeah, way. Yeah, get out of here. Scorigami, you follow that? Pretty cool. No. What they do is they keep track of, especially in football, during football season, they keep track of how many different results you get with, like, numbers. And if it's, like, you know, obviously there's going to be 28 to 21 games. But, like, you know, let's say a game ends 22 to 16. They'll tweet out, you know, this is the mm. third time this has happened in the last 15 years. This mm. is Scorigami. Like, it's it's a pretty cool little nerdy, like, yes. fake anal- analytics. Like, yes. I feel smart while looking at it because I'm seeing numbers, but they're not the analytics that mean that you're actually smart, if that mm. makes sense. You know mm. what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. Yes, sir. Pretty much like the difference between the saying, you know, like, I'm going to eat your ass out versus I'm going to chew your ass out. Mm. Like, there's two different connotations right nice. there. You got to be careful how Fuck you yeah, use it. yeah, Jeff. Yeah. Jeff's eating ass, baby. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> More like chewing it out. Uh, yeah, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. Probably some dingleberries You know what that there. means. Probably Do you know what dingle- chew your ass out means? Probably some dingleberries in there. You Do you understand what chew your ass out means? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you just man. get all up in it. No, no, no. We're not talking about Jeff eating ass. Jeff only eats ass. There's dingleberries. We're not talking there. about. <laughs> we're not talking about eating ass. We're talking about a little leftover from the from the to- from the uh, stroll of the bathroom. Jeff, w- Jeff's prime. I will chew your ass Chim- out now to if feast. you don't get it together. <laughs> What's the Zeta? Uh, Jed York, because I booed his ass. Oh, hard, I yeah. <laughs> Jed York, man. What at the uh, NFC Championship? Yeah, game? booed his ass hard. You Were you the only one? Yep. Yeah. Only one. <laughs> Only one. Never forget. Hashtag never forget. That's what Flan was out there yelling. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I uh, got many, many, uh, many looks from Niner fans. Me wearing a Niners jersey, booing. <laughs> well, when they showed him up on the big screen? <laughs> no, just, I just, I just, I was, I was paying attention to what Terry Bradshaw was doing. And then I put the hand it over him. I just started going, boo. And then they, and then you did, then Jay Orson just handed it to him. I'm like, oh, well, that just didn't last too long. Uh, okay. <laughs> I thought you would have been that guy that would have just been standing there throughout the game, just intermittently yelling oh, out, no, just, no, fuck no. Jed York. <laughs> I hate him. Yeah. I was trying to get some people on my side pre-game at the tailgate saying, yo, make sure you boo Jed York if they win this game. <laughs> but nobody did it. Can we discuss your Twitter timeline from this uh, from this pre-game? Can you pull that up? Sure. Is, yeah. You, sir. You ever, you ever want to know what kind of time Flan's having at a tailgate? All you need to do is peep his Twitter. He won't text you back, but he'll definitely send out a couple of tweets to, to let you know what's going on. What did I tweet? What is this? This is from, I know, I should have had this ready. This was from how long ago was that? Two weeks ago, damn near. Yeah. What was it? What did I tweet? Uh. Oh, maybe it was before the Vikings game. Then you had some shit where you basically tweeted out your entire t- pregame, like playlist. You shouted out Kenny Chesney. Maybe you went back and deleted him. I didn't delete. Wait. I don't delete tweets. Oh, I don't delete tweets. Oh, okay. I think I think you just <laughs> on one, Jeff. I'm telling you, man. You had some. <laughs> No, I'm not on one. I'm not on one. I'm not dropping this. I'm like a dog with a bone on this one. You were, you definitely had some, you know. I don't know what you're talking about. I know. Now I'm, <laughs> now I'm just, Jesus. God, now I look like a fucking idiot, but whatever. I'm going to find him. I'm going to find him. Uh, you find him, Jeff. You some, find him, yeah, Jeff. They're not racial tweets. They're just extroverted <laughs> tailgate tweets where you can definitely tell that he's having a good time. And wants you to know that he's having a good time. Mm. All right, so your Alpha, Beta, Zeta, part of my take, sports media landscape, and Jed York. Final? Final. Final. 
Okay. Now it's time for Tim Brown's stat of the day. Last time that I checked, it was five chains on my neck. It was no smut on my rep. Last time that I checked, I was selling zones in the set. Make a quarter mil, no sweat. Last time that I checked, I'm the streets voice out west. Kobe Bryant is still and will probably forever be the youngest person to start an NBA game. Really? Yep. What's the, official, what's the official number on that? 18 years oh. old. He was drafted. And 158 days. Ooh, who's the next closest? I don't know. Probably LeBron. Okay. I'll look that up real quick. <laughs> or, or KG. Yeah. Youngest. It'd be one of those two. Ever to start an NBA game. <laughs> Wow, wow! Some of the uh, some of the recommendations that just popped up from Google are a little ridiculous. <laughs> youngest person to start menopause. Youngest person mm-hmm. to start a company. Youngest person to start a business. Youngest person to start what college. You look up Jeff Rodworth. I'm not looking that stuff up. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know how computers are these days? They listen to what you're th- what you're talking no. about. <laughs> 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 the thoughts I have sitting in my room by myself. Brian is still the... Okay, he has an so Apple, so it's all connected to his phone. So whatever he's looking at on his phone, it's all connected. Where can I get the other five youngest players in NBA history? Metapause. How about this one? Okay. Let's see. Wow. You would never guess who... Ooh. I think that got broken, dude. Tim? By who? It says, uh, it says by Andrew Bynum. Says he was, oh, really? This says it 18 years and six days, because I was going to say Darko Milicic is on this li- list. But it also had Kobe at 18 years and 72 days. So I don't know. Maybe this website's wrong. Maybe my website's wrong. I'll I take it. Where'd you get it from? Uh, Business Insider. I'll trust it. That was the first one that popped up. I had to scroll down a little bit for this one to find a list of players. <laughs> so maybe it's not correct. All right. Any more, any more stats? He also has the NBA record for most points in a single arena. Okay. For the Staples Center. Um, he will forever be better than LeBron James because he has a slam dunk trophy. Oh, I see where the I think dis- already better. Than I LeBron. see what the discrepancy here was. So he's the youngest to ever start an NBA game, which is what you said, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, I'm an idiot because I was looking. <laughs> it says Andrew Bynum is the youngest player to ever play in the NBA at okay, 18 years and 16. So I got you right there. Hand up. That's my bad. So just a moment of idiocracy right there. Carry on. Sorry. Um. He has, for a guard, he has the most points ever scored by a guard more, and the most free throws ever scored by a guard. Oof. Yeah. I think it's a lot, just... A lot, of, a lot of free throws. I think it's wild because, Tim, what were your initial thoughts when you found out last Sunday that... It, you know, uh, I that thought it was a big, fat joke. And, and, and background here because you were a fan of the Lakers back in the, you know, obviously with your Dodger roots, but, you know, I, fan of the I Lakers. I being a fan of the Lakers when Kobe retired. <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. That's like, why I stopped paying attention to basketball. That's who you. That was who kept you connected to the game of basketball. So yeah, what were your initial thoughts on th- on uh, on Sunday? Uh, I thought, like I said, I thought it was a joke because I saw it on Instagram and it was that Bob Menery guy who posted it. And I'm like, this guy's a dick playing with everybody's emotions. And then I sat for a couple minutes. I'm like, I better check Twitter. Uh-huh. Go on Twitter. And I'm just like, no, no, no. And then you text me. Another buddy texts me. Another buddy texts me. I'm like, this can't be true. And so, no, it's just, it's, it sucks for sure. I feel bad for the other families and his family. Like, from a distance, it's like that, you know, you lose somebody who you watched play sports for a long time. 
Yeah. And used to argue with kids about it. I'm going through my Instagram, looking at pictures and stuff, and I got a lot of Kobe shit on there. <laughs> I, it's just Shirts, it's, clothes, shoes. Well, well, Flan, uh, Flan, I texted Flan on Sunday. I was just, you know, I think I got, I literally got done watching two movies, and I was just like, all right, this is gonna be an interesting Sunday. Like, let's see what yeah, happens. You texted me like what podcast tonight? I texted. Yeah. I said I texted him. I said, do you want to try to do the podcast tonight? And all I get is a text back saying, dude, is Kobe dead? And I said, what? And I went and looked it up. And while I was looking it up on Twitter, he sends me an article. And I was just like, ah, it's, you know, I went and checked TMZ. They took it down. It turns out their website crashed. Yeah, so that's so, why I thought it was a joke at first. I said, uh, or technical difficulties. Yeah. Like, All right, well, okay, funny. So, you know, it's just one of those things where, like, I remember vehemently cheering against him back in the day. Like, <laughs> bless you. When I was first, like, really getting into basketball. Like, I mean, because, like I said, I gravitated towards baseball and basketball first before football just as a fan. But, and so some of my earliest basketball memories are, you know, like I know the Jordan highlights, but Jordan was also winning championships when I was like four or five years, you know, four or five, six years old. So it's just like, it's kind of tough to, to actually like say that I remember that. I vehemently remember watching Kobe destroy the Kings, beating the Sixers, taking on the Trailblazers, you know, all the, that, that three-peat, you know, even losing to Detroit, like that, but I still respect his work ethic as a basketball player, right? Like, so... I mean, definitely one of the greats, and that's what hurts. But I think what's even more devastating is the fact that he went down as a dad, like, with his child, right? Like, could you only mm-hmm. – with all this going on, I only think to myself, like, I mean, I've, I've heard it brought up a couple times, but, like, as a parent, like, I mean, I'm not one, so I can't speak to it, but I know that I've heard my parents and other parents speak of it enough to where you're always looking out for your, your offspring, right? It's just your natural instinct. So, like, how helpless, like, while up in that helicopter where, like – in their final moments, like it's almost, you know, like I was talking to somebody at work about it today and that, you know, they were saying that you almost hope that it was just kind of instantaneous and just like that, like they caught him off guard almost or something like that. So that way there wasn't that, that moment of like just absolute peril where it's in helplessness. But, you know, at the same time, it's just like, well, I don't even want to speculate on how it happened because it was just so, dude, it was sad. Like the whole world is feeling this one. It hurts. I saw a tweet that said a bunch of dudes lost their dad or, you know, their father figure. Like, that. he molded a lot of people, though, with the Mamba mentality. Also, credit to him, he's the only person ever to, like, successfully give himself a nickname that stuck. Yes. Uh, yeah, yes. seriously. I thought uh, that... I think Megatron's the other one, right? Did he really? Did Calvin Johnson give himself Megatron? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then, well, at least he's the most famous one to do it then because everybody knows the Black Mamba, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like, oh, like, wow. So, what were you going to say, Flynn? I thought that uh, even before he passed away, I thought what was really cool with him that he was doing with um, his daughter. And he was always bringing his daughter around to women's sports. And mm-hmm. it was the stuff that you don't really see maybe many professional athletes, I mean, at least publicly do, like he was doing, where he was doing everything and anything for his daughter in basketball, taking her to women's national games, taking her to WNBA games, introducing them to college players and well part of it because he knew that she was filthy well i know she, but, 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 but basically but, him but like you when you look at other athletes and they when they retire and they have kids you don't see many of them doing what he was doing with his daughter which i thought was one of the cooler things and he was bringing a lot of attention to women's sports and there's not much anyway yeah so that was really cool well i don't know if you guys noticed on social media like pretty much within hours of it happening there started to be those people that just decided hey we're gonna bring up what happened in colorado and make it out to seem like he's a bad person like a, he was 24 or 25 when that happened. Like, who hasn't made a mistake at some point in their life when they're still that young? And then when you look at what he did moving forward, like, I'm not saying he redeemed himself, 
but he definitely did more advocating for like women's athletics and just women in that arena than half of the feminists fucking do because they just go around and I'm not trying to politicize it or anything, but it was like, it was really annoying to see people try and bring that up where it's like, imagine if that was your brother or your dad or your, you know, somebody that you were close to. And that's the first thing that people are going to bring up. Like, fuck out of here. He just went down with his child. Like, and he was doing so much, not only for her, but yeah, for the women's game. Like it was, I mean, it's just, it's, it's hella sad, man. Hella sad. And I know, I know Tim, you could probably model your, your game after, uh, like being a white shack and flan, you model, <laughs> you model, you modeling yours after another another famous Laker great in one Adam Morrison. So, uh, <laughs> Man, I, the best. I, hey, Kobe teammate. Kobe just absolutely like I think that's like somebody that everybody tried to emulate at least once in their life was just trying to shoot like Kobe. You know, it was Jordan or Kobe, just an adaptation of the two. You know, counting down in the driveway or. And something I will say one thing about Morrison is that when in order to get Kobe's respect, you need to have a work ethic. And supposedly, through I saw some Kimmel interview where Kimmel was making fun of Morrison and Kobe's like, "Yo, you got it." He like told him like, "Don't disrespect him." <laughs> he, did, he did. He did. He ran one of those like montages about Adam Morrison standing on the bench, and then Morrison's like, "Yo, like, the dude works his ass off." Do like, not talk about my boy. Like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. He's got he's got grit. All right, good for Adam Morrison. Now, do we know what he's doing? I'm, I'm not trying to. He's like, an assistant coach to Gonzaga. Is he really? Oh, good for Gonzaga. Him. Just got their highest recruit, by the way. Really? Sixth overall next year. What do you mean? Because nice. he's the sixth overall recruit in the country. Like number six. That's their highest ever. Yeah. Really? Huh. What about kids in Canada? How are they doing there? Because I know they got Olenek from uh, Canada. They had I a couple. Mean, I they don't come. follow the team anymore. Oh, okay. You don't? Mm-mm. But you know that the recruiting class is decent? Because it was like the top headline news on ESPN. Oh, I'm sorry. Jesus. Jeez, read the ESPN app. Don't you have, don't you have plus? Yeah, I do. <sighs> I was watching a bunch of Kobe <laughs> montages. Dude, it's, hell, it's just it's crazy how, like like I said, I'm, I'm you know, Warrior fan through and through. But I respect what Kobe did and, you know, his greatness. And I think, honestly, like, I was able to start appreciating him more when he came back from the Achilles because that's one of those most, like, people want to talk about some Kobe moments. Like, the Achilles is wild. Like, Clay shooting on a busted ACL is fine. But Kobe's Achilles didn't just rupture. Like, it disconnected from the bottom where his heel's at. And he limped out there, sunk two free throws, and then, and, you know, came out. And then you have... Guys like Paul Pierce who need to, you know, take a shit <laughs> midway. When it comes, to, it comes out later on that he needs to take a shit halfway through the game, so he fakes an injury so they can carry him off and put him in a wheelchair. You oh, know, that's what that was. That's that's really what that was. He said I it. it was I, he's verified. He's ver- no people. They were giving him shit for it on the jump one day when they were saying it was cramps, and he kind of alluded to it being that he had to take a shit. And then there was a clip that emerged on a, on a different ju- podcast. I'm just patiently waiting for that same story to happen with Paul Pierce in the finals. What? When he cramped up. In the I final. don't care. No, <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah, no, nobody cares, Paul Pierce. Congratulations, he won the one. But yeah, Kobe. And what's wild is he had two fucking Hall of Fame careers with two different numbers, right? Like, you take a look at that, it's it's insane. So, I mean, the greatness of Kobe Bryant is something that's going to be forever missed. And he was starting to embrace just being an NBA, you know, being part of the NBA vanguard that was just passing along the uh, to the next generation, you know? Lots of guys said that they went and worked out with Kobe and they were just trying to trying to fix their game and just work on shit. And it's upset. You know, it's unfortunate. Definitely. Yeah. Any other thoughts, Tim? Um, not really. I mean, he was epitomized in, ever since the Dave Chappelle episode where you have the white guy shooting a fadeaway and screaming Kobe. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know either. Just, it, year after year is always something. 
with that guy. It's funny even, how it, even in retirement he was still one of the biggest headlines in NBA. It's funny how it started off as um yeah, like a joke like that and then it just became like a cultural like they like now to the point where it's like yeah, no, people people legit will still do that. I, I remember seeing a meme for a while that was like there's going to be a whole generation of kids that grow up saying Curry instead of Kobe and it's like, yeah, I think we'll I think they'll still manage to to figure out who Kobe was. They better. Yeah. Otherwise. I I do Coming for each and every one of them. In in retrospect, looking at the um the different things that were given out or not given out, but that were done, the um, the demonstrations that were put on throughout uh, as respect to to you know pay tribute to Kobe in in the games that have happened since, I find it funny that taking the twenty four second and the eight second violation because there's still a small part of me that says. Kobe would be so bleeping pissed that you decided to turn the ball over on purpose in a, in a tribute. Like, I feel like he'd want you to go out there and try and drop 81. He wouldn't want you to, to take the 24 seconds. That's just 24 less seconds that you have to score. Well, one team turns over, the other one team turns over, so technically it offsets. So now nobody, now so you've nobody, just wasted 48 so, seconds so nobody, to score. So nobody turned it over. No, well, <laughs> well, then you've, like I said, then you've just wasted 48 seconds of prime scoring opportunity, which, you know, Kobe probably would have put up 30 in 48. So well, it's whatever. But I, I just found that. 60. Oh, nice. <laughs> Mamba mentality, baby. Yeah. Never but give up. It was just one of those things I noticed where I was just like, you know what? Great sentiment, but there's still a small part of me that just says, I don't know if Kobe would be down with that. You're willingly turning the ball over like that. No. All right. Well, thank you very much, Tim. I don't know uh, what our plans are for Super Bowl Sunday. I have a feeling that. Flan's going to get hammered. He's either going to be too excited to come on here or he's going to be too sad to come on. I will not be on. That's what I'm saying. Is so that, I don't, the, game yeah. will go, the game will go to like 7.30. So? He's rolling any, over uh, after. <laughs> any, any prop bets you guys want to place? You know, do we want uh, to the one, the one that's, uh, if you will see tits on TV, do that one. Okay. I have inside okay. source that the boob girls will be in town. The boob girls. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Where are they going to be at? Uh, behind one of the field goals. Oh, nice! Oh. So we'll just have to check for an extra point or something like that, and just just look, and there'll just be a remote pair of titties in there, yep. or two two sets. Damn, I have nice! No, I have no idea. The other one, <laughs> <laughs> the other one I'm looking for is uh, is over on Demi Lovato's national anthem. It's set at 156. Oh, over, absolutely over. Over, yeah. She killed her Grammy performance. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's gonna want to show off the pipes again on the national stage. But she's gonna want to do so in a respectful manner with the anthem, you know. What's the? How, is, uh, is there is there like, is there like a count of how many times J Lo shakes her ass in the halftime? Ooh, we can make one up. What Over do you mean? under. What do you how mean? Many, how many times J Lo shakes her oh, ass? Just shaking it back and forth. Well, her and Shakira <laughs> are probably gonna do it the whole whole damn show. So three hundred and fifty times. It's gonna be a yeah, dude. What are you talking about? This is a performance in Miami. It's like there's gonna be oh my goodness. What song this will Pitbull? Gonna, what song will Pitbull perform? This is gonna perform? be softcore porn on what? What is it? Is it <laughs> Pitbull, Jesus. Pitbull and Flowrider. Oh, damn. Anybody else that's famous? DJ Khaled will probably be there. Just yelling have, in the have, you, have you ever heard what that guy's uh, that guy Allen. his uh, performances are like? He does, he he did like a tour after his uh, nice Father Assad album. Yeah, and it's literally he just he has he has a DJ behind the DJ with and it's just him standing there dancing saying, um, "Another one." Yeah, he's basically we saying another best. one. Yeah, yeah, we the best. Wow. And so he's just dancing on the stage like, "What the hell?" Well, I feel like if you're dumb enough to pay to go to a DJ college concert, <laughs> that's what you deserve. That's what you deserve to get. Because I got an inside track on him and what he does for a different time for you guys. What do you mean? Uh, I know, I know. He has, he has people, people produce his music and he just goes and basically pitches it to the artist, doesn't he? Yeah, he doesn't even do that. 
Oh. He just he literally comes in and says those words, puts his name on it. So instead of having a ghost writer, he has both a ghost writer and a ghost producer. Solid. Nice. Hey, you're making money. I can't. Argue he has with them. You. Yeah. He yeah. Has the movies, yeah. Wild. Wild how that happened. Well, what did he do before music? Uh, I don't know. Huh. Either inherited money or somehow got it owned a business. Are you trying to suggest that it was <laughs> oil money? Uh, you're actually, not at all. I didn't say it. I'm just asking. Okay. He wow. was in. <laughs> he first so gained bad. prominence as a radio host in the 1990s on Miami hip hop station 99 Jams. And then uh, his popular later prompted the Terror Squad. And yeah, there you go. That's how he. Uh, that's how he got started. He was just a fucking. No way, dude. His name is Khalid Muhammad Khalid, so it's really just DJ Khalid Khalid. Mm, KMK. Nice. All right. Well, good little history lesson there. Uh, yeah. Predictions for the Super Bowl, Tim? Uh, Jorge Masvidal and Kamara Usman do not fight in yeah. the back alleyway. I was going to say, at this point, First honestly, prediction. it low-key, I tweeted it out, it low-key feels like the Super Bowl is not going to be so super anymore, and I feel like, you know, Flan is a Niner fan, or if you're if you're a Chiefs fan, or if you just, like, really love football, I'm sure it's still interesting for you, but for the rest of the sporting world, I feel like there's still a sense of numbness there, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's a moment of silence at the Super Bowl to commemorate Kobe, which is just going to kind of drill it back home. I've, I've heard there'll be one for him. Yes. Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking. Like, that's what I think Goodell said today. Goodell's my source. Okay, Goodell bot. Yeah, told, told Flynn. So it's... Ooh, it's do, uh, do, all the parent, or do all the players come out in 24 and 8 jerseys? I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. It's going to be one of those things where, like, yes, I'm still going to watch the Super Bowl, but I'm kind of going to be looking... Like, as before, where I definitely would have been invested, you know, just for, like, the sake of, you know... Would it be trolling or just actually being interested in the game? Like now, I'm just kind of like, nah. Like, all right, that's cool. We'll see. Because now, now all attention for me is turning to basketball season to see is LeBron gonna carry the Lakers to a championship and you know oh, dedicate put, the championship oh, to Kobe. Your, put your entire life savings like, the Lakers winning it. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> what I'm just. Curious. It just becomes then all of a sudden as far as like you know because once this game's over, I guess pitchers and catchers report soon. That's cool. That's exciting. But yeah, it's just all becomes just what's gonna happen with the Lakers tribute. You know, like. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Maybe the feeling kind of goes away by the weekend. But I, I know for sure that on Sunday and and Monday for sure, the last thing I was thinking about was you know the Super Bowl happening on Sunday. And then you you listen to your favorite sports shows and they're doing their shows from Miami, still trying to carry it on. And it's just I don't know. For me, it doesn't feel like it has the same you know zip and pop. It just something this real just kind of hit and was just like oh shit. It reminds you that like. I mean, sports are fun, and they're definitely like uh, what I want to do with my life. But they don't, they they don't matter like in the real world, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but they're not of, immortal. Enough of that, yeah. Well, you know the the uh, the game, the game though is because you can. I mean, look at look at all the past greats, and even Kobe. They're gonna live on in highlights forever, you know. So, and and you'll be able to have guys talk about how good they are. Shit, we still talk about Babe Ruth and Hank Aaron, and I didn't even watch. I didn't play either one of those guys play a lick. So, you know, <laughs> I just know from highlight videos that those guys were raw. Did they ever uh, make a video game with those players in it? Which players? Babe Ruth. Yeah, it was called MVP Baseball 2004-2005. They had them in there? You had unlockable they teams. They have an MLB The Show. Did they really? Hey, I heard a rumor. Is that coming to Xbox? Yeah, next year. Yes. Finally, you can play baseball again. RBI Baseball is fucking trash. 
Slugfest is the best of them all. Well, Slugfest is a throwback <laughs> OG. You don't get that no more, man. But, yeah, I'll be down Slugfest is good. The show. MLB 2K wasn't too bad, but they just decided to give up on it. 2K was just like, you know what? Screw this. We're just going all in on the NBA 2K basket, putting our eggs in this basket. Or the Bigs. The Bigs was a good one. Bigs was a good one. Was uh, that yeah. for Xbox 2? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was 360. NBA 2K 2021. Patrick Kobe's on the cover. Oh, yeah, 100%. Got a pretty penny. He was already getting in the Hall of Fame next year, so he's going to bypass that whole process. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was going to be a Hall of Fame class that was going to be Kobe... Tim Duncan and Dirk or something like that, and it was going to be easily, easy, easily the greatest Hall of Fame class ever assembled. I think he's part of the greatest draft class too, right? It was him, KG, Tim Duncan. I was going to say 97. We're testing me, man. I, I thought LeBron's was the best. 96. Was he 96 or 97? Let me take a look here. I just thought LeBron's was considered the best. With him, Carmelo, and Wade. Uh, that was a good. That was oh, what was that? Oh three. Oh, oh three, oh four. Yeah. No, Kobe was in ninety six. So Allen Iverson went number one. Marcus Camby went two. You had Stephon Marbury going four. Ray Allen went five. Antoine Walker went six. Kerry Kittles went eight. Kerry uh, <laughs> Kittles. <laughs> Eric Dampier went tenth. And the Warriors took Todd Fuller. Yep. Okay. Nice. Kobe went 13th. Peja went to Sacramento. Steve Nash went to Phoenix. Uh, Jermaine O'Neal went to Portland. Zoldrunas Ilgowskis getting in Cleveland. I didn't realize he was that old when he was playing with LeBron. Jesus Christ. Um, who else we got here? Yeah, that wraps up the. Uh, that wraps up round one. Yeah, and it compare that. So 96 was kind of loaded, but then we're talking about the 03 draft or the 02 draft. 02 draft, right, Flan? 03. 03, because 02 was Yao Ming. My bad. Or Yao Ming? 04. No, no, we're talking 03, because that was the year where they had the terrible fucking suits. Hella talent, but it was the year of baggy suits. LeBron went one, Darko went two, Carmelo went three, Chris Bosh went four, Dwayne Wade went five. Uh, others, you had Kirk Heinrich going seventh to Chicago, Mikel Petrus went to the Warriors, and, uh, and just going down. Kendrick Perkins going to Memphis. Can't believe that. See what Kendrick tweeted at Kevin Durant. Yeah, that was funny. Where Kendrick Perkins all of a sudden just immediately just apologizes to KD, and KD's several burner accounts probably liked it. So (laughs) no, I'm just kidding. I miss you, KD. Um, So yeah, that's I I thought that was funny, but yeah, just a very sombering time to uh, to remind you that it's very precious, and you never know. You never know when it's done. So. Yep. All right, well, thank you for entertaining our nonsense, Tim. I'm sorry. I know that you've got shit to do, so thank you. But we'll uh, we'll probably talk to you again maybe a week from today because Sunday's a total crapshoot if it's going to happen. Yeah, I got a baby to prep for, so I'll talk to you guys later. I'm sorry, one more time? I said I got a baby to prep for, so you oh, guys, I'll talk to you guys later. Well, if I told you that, John already told me so. Cousin John had already told me that before, but congratulations. Ah, dirty rod. This is a formal, a formal announcement. Yes, congratulations. Tim is pregnant. Wow, congrats. Yep. Tim Thank himself you, is pregnant. Uh, medical advances. I am now with child. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Hopefully if it's a boy or a girl? No, we don't know. Yet. No, I don't yet. know. Are you gonna wait till it's I born? Know. I don't know. Okay. We'll find out I'm if they s- tell us. I'm gonna say it until you have an actual sex identified. Okay. You say whatever you want. Yeah. No, because gender is poison. Yeah, you're mid- <laughs> yeah right. You're gonna you're gonna raise a uh, a gender fluid baby. Just whatever he feels or whatever they feel like today. That's what we'll identify him as. So. Yeah. 
Today they are identifying as a chair. <laughs> Tomorrow, a Latina female. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, congratulations. Congrats on the sex, dude. Um, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Marriage is going out well. Good. Turns out it's going well. He got a new place and I got a kid on the way. Son of a bitch. All right. So far, so good. We'll talk to you later, Tim. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Time for another edition of Power Rankings. We're going to be doing this in honor of the now late Kobe Bryant, which just sounds absolutely awful, and you don't want, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's not going to get easy, actually, to say that ever. I'm going to be completely honest. I'm going to be ranking his shoes. The man had shoes. He had an endorsement deal. They were pretty nice. Did he used to be Adidas back in the day? He was. He was Adidas back yeah, in the day. Are you including those? Huh? I will. I'll be doing both Nike and Adidas. So thank you, actually. Perfect segue. Ali, we didn't even talk. I literally just told him before we hit record on this segment. Who, hey, who'd you tell? You. I said, I, we, I told, yeah, you, with the one, with the wise guy, uh, with the face. I told him, I was like, we're going to be doing Kobe shoes. So uh, the honorable mention is actually the Crazy 8s, mm. the Adidas Crazy 8s. True story, uh, when Chaminade was sponsored by Adidas when I was going there, my freshman year, well, I was enrolled. Wasn't well, necessarily going. The basketball team got turquoise crazy eights for the Maui Invitational. I have a question before we start this segment. Yes. Which shoes did you like more, Kobe's shoes or Carmelo's? Well, I wore Carmelo. <laughs> I'm saying I wore Carmelo's. I'm not gonna lie. No, I wore Carmelo's and D Wade's growing up uh, out on the court. But now, like, I have a pair of Kobe's in my in my house. They're like some off-brand Kobe, like specialty, you know, modeled like in between pseudo in between these. <laughs> But um, I'm From just saying, in, in, no, well, it, probably. In on, I'm just saying, in honor of Kobe, ranking his shoes. Like so it. honorable mention, the Adidas Crazy 8s. Mm, you, yes. you punch those in, you know what those look I, like? I, I knew what they look like. Okay, the, the problem with these is that they're a big boxy block what, shoe. What, what, color, what color combo did you like on that one? Oh, dude, you got to go flamboyant with that one because you see the color Olympic, pattern, right? The Olympic rings one were pretty dope. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, but that's yeah, what I'm saying. The, yeah. turqu the turquoise ones that Chaminade had were pretty clean, too. Uh, Tennessee, they played against them because Tennessee uh, in Maui, because Tennessee was sponsored by Adidas. They had the burnt orange ones that were kind of clean, too. I'm saying that's a shoe that you can kind of get flamboyant with the color, right? I like it. All right. Number five, the OG Nike, the Kobe Zoom or the Nike Zoom Kobe 1. He wore these in 05, 06. I believe this is the shoe that he was wearing when he dropped 81 on the Raptors. Mm, yes. So it's just a clean shoe. I uh, really like the black and white colorway. I would hoop in these for sure. Uh, so, yeah, throwback to 05, 06 with the Nike Zoom, or the Nike Zoom Kobe 1 right there. Next up, number four. Did you get a look at those, Flynn? Yeah. You know, you lied, but okay. Pretty good. I was going to say, what does the shoe look like? It has this weird triangle thing in the front. Nice. Yeah, that's his. That's his. That's his logo. That was not his logo. What triangle? Th what triangle thing are you talking about? You talking about the diamond that looks no. like a? It has it. The shoe in the in the front is like a whatever color it is, and it's this white triangle that comes up and then down. Huh. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. You were just looking at a different, uh, different colorway that had me confused for a second. I was just like, "What are you talking about?" All right, number four, the Nike Zoom Kobe Sixes. These are from 2010 to 2011. This is just a clean ass shoe. I've actually seen a couple guys in the gym lifting in these, and I'm just like, I don't know if I do that, but okay. So I guess it could double as a it looks like a tennis shoe as a, a lifting shoe. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's kind of it looks like it was like the fly knit before they started messing around with the fly knits. But I'm going to be honest with you so far. The craziest of the best shoes so far you've named. Off. Really? Well, I've only named two. Uh, the, the so three. Oh, oh yeah, because of number five. My bad. Yes. So well. Okay, well, the Crazy 8s are a big... Out of all the ones you mentioned, I like the Crazy 8s. The they're, a, they're a block, blocky shoe, you know what I'm saying, hella big. And the thing is, is that Kobe, as they went on later, they, they you know, they, they kind of centered around being a low-cut shoe, and I'm kind of a fan of that, I'm not going to lie. Uh, makes it easier to break ankles. All right, number three, Kobe 10s. Mm. All right, these are 2014, 2015. The specific colorway I'm looking at right now, this, like, lunar blue, is just, it's a sexy shoe with the gum sole. So take a peep at that. Uh, I, I I don't know. I'll catch me out hooping in those. At this point, it just became what shoes would I want to wear if I was balling, you know, playing playing at the local local Y at the church league. Yep, <laughs> dropping eighty points on the pastor. Let him know I ain't coming fuck around. All right, I'm out here hooping around in Kobe's. I'm out here R.I.P. putting up numbers for Kobe. So yeah, Nike tens. You like those? Pray for these buckets. You like those? Yeah, they're good. yeah. You like them? All right. Decent decent shoe. Uh, feel free to follow along at home or at work because I know it's boring as shit right now. All right, number two, the Nike 11s. So that's 2015, 2016. I never saw these shoes uh, played with in a game. Maybe I did. Maybe I just totally exaggerated right there. These ones? The, the colorway, I'm like, oh, yeah, I did. I'm saying the colorway I got right here. I have this weird off-brand. What is this? Cardboardconnection.com. You can look that shit up. It's the history of Kobe shoes. So this, I mean, this colorway is interesting. This red red colorway here, Flint. Take a look at the laptop. You see which one I'm looking at? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. I like it. All right. Have you ever seen a, a Nike Metcon shoe? Uh, it looks similar to that, yes, does it not? Yeah. Yes. Uh, modeled after that. That's another weightlifting shoe, right? Who knew yes, that you could double it? Well, Kobe would, you know, he's notorious for putting up hella shots in the gym, but also getting a weightlifting in, so maybe he didn't change his shoes, so he just wanted a shoe that was versatile for both. Maybe. Right? All right. And the number one Kobe Bryant shoe for me, mm. the Nike Zoom Kobe 8. He wore these in 2012, 2013. If you remember, he had some wild-ass pair on when he took on LeBron in the All-Star game, and that's when everybody was kind of wearing wearing wacky colored shoes for that one. You see what I'm saying now? Yes. Yes, the eights. Very uh, very similar. So, uh, yeah, those are my personal opinion. Those are the power rankings of my favorite Kobe shoes. Uh, Flan, overall, yay or nay? Still the Crazy 8's your favorite? I was never, crazy 8's. I was never a big fan of the Kobe shoes. but Oh, um, wow. Excuse me. The man yeah. just died. But, I mean, yeah, I like the, I like the Crazy 8's the most, though. The Crazy 8's were the best? Okay. I said his his first Adidas shoes, like this first official ones model, because, like, they, the I think Adidas rebranded those as the Crazy 8's to model them after Kobe, because he wore them. But the, uh, the, the first Adidas shoe that he had, the silver, like, futuristic-looking, like, uh, uh, what did it look like? A clawed 
um, you know, like a wooden clog shoe or whatever they call those, the, the fucking Danish people you. wear. Yeah. So um, it, it looked like that. Those were ugly. The new LeBrons are pretty dope. Well, we're not talking about LeBron I know, shoes. No, but I'm just saying, like, we're talking about shoes, though. Okay. You see that online, too, where it's talking about no more debating between Jordan, LeBron, and Kobe. We're just going to appreciate him now. It's like, yeah, I'm still going to I'm gonna appreciate him. I will. I promise to appreciate him. But I'm going to know who to appreciate a little bit more. So, you know. And the fact that Kobe's dead, I think that's also, honestly going to y- add to the lore a little bit more. Giannis's shoes are dope, also. Oh, the, the yeah. the that crazy Nike logo on, on it. The, oh, well, it's just, it's flipped around. I know, but just on the yeah. back of it. Yeah, yeah. they look dope. clean, too. Yeah, I ain't going to lie, but... Um, all right, so yeah, that's the best the power of, ranking best, list. best of them all about of all the basketball shoes. Best ones are the Jordan ones. No, I think high. No, Jordan ones are my give favorite. me Jordan 11s. I like the, I like the ones the, the most. Jordan 11s are the cleanest shoe, the Concords, and and then maybe go with the Jordan 12s. But or yeah, I that's for me. I would say money down on those two. Uh, mine's the Jordan ones, Jordan ones, huh? Those are my favorite, flat footed guy. Yes. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's move on. It's time for some winners and losers. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Losers, 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 losers. Winners and losers from recent sporting headlines. Flan? Yes. The Astros have hired Dusty Baker as their manager. And they might be hiring Bobby Evans as their GM. So what is, how are you feeling? Is this a win-loss? What are your thoughts towards this? I like Dusty. Win. I like Dusty. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you think of uh, you think of the great years that he had with the Giants making the World Series. Fun fact, you know that his kid, I think, just got drafted and is the same kid that JT was pulling across home plate. Fun fact, I was at that game. We really? Mm-hmm. Doesn't surprise me. Always finds themselves at the biggest moments. Yeah. Congrats. All right. So, yeah, what do we think of the Astros? I mean, I honestly expect this team to be really bad next year. Just for, oh, I don't at For all. no other reason than – I do not. Then they've, Baseball's uh, a sport where you don't have to – I mean, in order to, like, just win in the regular – I feel like you don't need – a good manager to win the regular season, but you need one when you get to the playoff. But in the regular season, you just okay. So gonna, let me rephrase gonna, this: They're going to win ninety plus games. Let me year. rephrase There's this: There's so much talent on that team. The Astros will make the playoffs, but they will get bounced in the first round. Sure, you can, yeah, so that's, that's better. So. Hot take in the winner from the hot stove league: The well, Astros make a good manager. I want to put it past. Well, him. you know, I don't know, man. Who knows if he they're does, not if they're does, not allowed to cheat now? He does leave in his starters too long. If they're not allowed to cheat, then who knows? Maybe then. And then when the World Series comes around, he takes a starter out too early. Yeah. R.I.P. Russell Ortiz. Still stings. Eighteen years later. Eighteen years later. If Barry never balled that ball down the side, down the uh, third baseline, we we probably would have won that game. And you know, Tim Salmon just decided that he's just going to hit a home run. Get the fuck out of here! All right, I'm tired of this. I I don't want to deal with this discussion anymore. All right, next up, it's a two-parter. All right, first part, Coach O. Gets a six-year extension at LSU. Mm. Win or loss? I think this is up for debate still. Because I, don't, I wonder how he's going to do. Well, Now that he doesn't have a Joe Burrow? Yeah. And the fact that their passing guru has left? So you kind of wonder how. I think they go back to being that perennial 10-win team. Where they go 10-2. Ten, ten yeah, they, 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 they hang out in that 5-10 to ten spot in the rings. and never, never really in the. Uh no, they'd hang around the ten to fifteen. They'd go. So kind of where Michigan is. Then. They're gonna well, they'll be better than Michigan. Well, I know, so like, Michigan hangs on the ten to twenty spot. Okay, so I take that back. LSU will be hanging between the five to twelve. So that's where they'll be, 
and they're going to go 10-2. and two. They won't play in the SEC championship game, but they'll always be in a respectable bowl like, you know, somewhere like the Citrus Bowl, or maybe they get, like, uh... Al- I've always wanted to do the Outback Bowl, because they, they feed you all that fucking steak before the game. Okay. Uh, uh, they could do the so Outback epic. Bowl, I guess, there, too. That works, you know. They, they'll go to a somewhat prestigious bowl, but not, like, a New Year's Six Bowl, right? Mm, like, uh... Yes. What's another one that I'm thinking? The Rose Bowl. No, that's that's a prestigious bowl. That'd be the complete opposite of what I was trying to say, actually. Oh, really? All right. Second part of the question. LSU has hired Bo Pelini as defensive coordinator. Who? Is this a win or a loss? Bo Pelini. LSU has? Yeah. I have no idea. You have no idea who Bo Pelini is? No. I need to go on Twitter right now and follow fake Bo Pelini. Nah. Do it. Nah. Do it. I swear to God it's worth it, man. I swear to God you nah. will not regret it. Fake, or maybe it's faux Bo. Faux Bo Pelini, I think. Speaking is of follows, I gave you a good follow last week. What do you mean? I gave you, I told you to follow somebody and they were a pretty good follow, wasn't Who it? was it? Friday Beers. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've seen a couple. I've seen some of their stuff. I don't know, man. My screen time was down like five hours and 45 minutes this week. I'm pretty proud of myself. Or last week. Pretty proud of myself. Down five hours? Down five hours, yeah. Oh, I took that shit off my... Like, no, I wanted to know. I want to make sure I'm not controlled by that thing. No. I am, but I want to make sure that I, like, I can trick myself into thinking that I'm not, you know? Ooh. Yeah, if it wasn't if so bored at work, I wouldn't be on it as if much. If I know that I am, but I think that I'm not, then I know that I'm thinking that I'm not, which makes me feel good that I'm knowing that I am. Mm. You know? Yes. Yeah. There you go. All right. So is that a win or a loss for it? Well, you don't know. You don't know. So therefore, you need to think that you thought that you knew. TBD. Okay. TBD. I'm going to put that win loss too. Uh, follow it. Bo Pelini. It's a good follow. Yeah, he's just a, he's kind of successful coach at uh, Nebraska. A little bit of, little bit of controversy. Follows him <laughs> around. Uh, but so does m- with most of the greats. And then also does a dash of mediocrity too. So I will give you a coaching profile on Bo Pelini right now. His uh, overall record is 32 and 28. He's four and three in bowls, and he was just hired from Youngstown State. Mm. Actually, coached on your San Francisco 49ers. He was uh, as scouting. Well, he didn't coach. He was a scouting assistant, and then promoted to assistant secondary coach. One year. 1994. Oh, learn it. Super Bowl year. So, because who else was on that staff that year? Who? Um, Pete Carroll. Cool story, Hansel. All right, so Mike Shanahan from twenty-seven, two thousand and seven to uh, twenty fourteen, he was the Nebraska head coach, and then he was at Youngstown State. Uh, this, what is this? In twenty fourteen, he went uh, five and six. In twenty fifteen, he went twelve and four in twenty sixteen, and then he went uh, six and five, four and seven, and six and six. So a dash of mediocrity is coming to the LSU Tigers uh, defensive coordinating. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes for Bo Pelini. So there you go. All right, and then lastly on the winners and losers list, uh, there's a, apparently a poll going around where they're just kind of throwing it out there for the new NHL franchise that is going to be uh, birthed in Seattle. The Kraken. Is that really what they're going with? Seattle Kraken. That's what, okay. So between the which sounds a lot better because this was these were Ooh, some of the, the options. W- oh. The options were obviously other, which you know you could have voted for something else. Um, the to- <laughs> the totems. The totems, the Seattle Totems, totem poles, yeah, no, okay. Uh, the Seattle Emeralds, I get it, Emerald City, but, you know, at the same time, no. Uh, Seattle Sockeyes, he's a fancy name for fish. So, okay, Seattle Salmon, that's what they could have called themselves. Or the Seattle the Kraken. The Sam- or Kraken. Yeah, went Kraken. So, good for them. I think it's a good name. Very marketable. Strong. 
It's a strong name. Strong like bull. It pretty much, yeah. Plus, who does Davy Jones call upon? The Kraken. There you go. Who kills the Kraken? Very much. Uh, Captain Jack. Mm. Yeah. Deep throats it. Goes too deep in What a beast, yeah. man. But doesn't he, doesn't he go to... Uh, he goes uh, to the... The Davy Jones locker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, good call. Smart. Very smart. Yeah, which is like essentially the Pirates of the Caribbean version of Australia. The down under. <laughs> the upside down. Stranger Things. The white sand desert. Yes, with a bunch of crabs. Yep. Literally hell. Can't think of anything worse than crabs. Well, yeah, yeah there's, a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot worse than crabs. Wow. <laughs> there's a lot worse than crabs. I'll fix myself. Okay. Uh, now it's time for the pop culture update. Are you, are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. That's why. Flan. What do you got for us? Lead us off in the pop culture update. Did you watch the Grammys? I did not. Oh, well. I was distracted by Meek what's Mill up. and Roddy Rich made a song for your boy Nipsey. They really? Yeah. Called Letters to Nipsey. Oh, okay. We'll have to check that out. Meek Mill and Roddy Rich. He spells it a little funny. He was on, a, he was on one of the last songs that Nip uh, released before he passed away. Wasn't like or racks was, in the middle. Was murdered. Uh, yeah, racks in the middle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is an interesting song. Uh, anything else for us? Um. Uh, no. Okay. Thank you for what your. What you got for us? Thank you Jeff. for your extremely tough and hard work. Very good. <laughs> what you do is amazing. Couldn't be done without you. Uh, how about this one? Tyler the Creator also at the Grammys fed the Academy a speech. Filled with truth pills. The highlight being, I don't like that urban word. It's just a politically correct way to say the N-word to me. What urban word? Boom. Saying urban. Oh. Saying that he's like an urban artist or like, you know, he's in an urban category. He says the word urban to him is just a politically, a PC way to say the N-word. And I've agreed with him. Because really? Yeah. They have like a, I forget what his, um, what did, what did he win the Grammy for? He called it a backhanded compliment. Uh, he won the Grammy for best best rap album, and he goes, "I don't make rap. I don't always make rap music, like blah blah." blah. And he's just like, "I don't like being like typecast as that," and just kind of went on to be like the way that he's defined as an urban artist. He says to him, "It, it's uh, he's he says it looks like it's a PC way to say the N word." So, like, cool that he won a Grammy, but not happy with how he did. So, or for what he did, what uh, he won it for. I don't really care. Uh, nice, <laughs> nice, yeah. I figured as much. Uh, were you a big My Chemical Romance guy? A little bit, not too much. Yeah, though. more Fallout Boy. Did your dad ever take you to the Black Parade? So, mm-hmm. no. When I was a I young boy, my heart. Yeah. Um. So, well, I think he took you to the city to see the Black Parade. I don't give a fuck. I just remember that one song. Honestly, that's the only My Chemical Romance song that I know. And I know that if anybody was listening and actually was a My Chemical Romance fan, they'd probably be a little upset. Just like, don't just fucking. That's just, this is the one song that everybody knows. You know, it's like, oh my god. So, but yeah, more of a Fallout Boy, yeah. Guy, more of a Fallout Boy boy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what's your favorite Fallout Boy song? Ooh, good question. How white are you gonna sound right now? Dun, I know. Dun, 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 dun. I bet you're a big Nickelback guy too, huh? Oh, I love Nickelback. Fucking I get fucking at it! Oh my god. 
I would go to Nickelback concert. Jesus, for sure. get the get out of here. You don't like Nickelback? No. Why not? Because I th- it's not cool. I think it's like a really poppy soft. I think it's like a it's a poppy soft rock that wants to be like hard. Like they want to be harder than than they are, you know. I love like they Nickelback. Nickelback thinks they're sounding like, they think they're sounding like a a, like a, an enlightened Metallica when really they just come off looking like a douchey Soundgarden or a douchey Audio Slave type deal. And that's even the fact that I'm comparing the two of those to to Nickelback well, they, is kind of disrespectful. Did they ever set out to be like a Metallica? That's a hot music take. No, I'm just saying that's. <laughs> the, that's well, then the why are you comparing the two? Because that, that's the vibe I get. So that's a hot music take for that right there. Yeah, Nickelback, take that, shove it up your ass. All right, you think you're looking like a Metallica? You're out here looking like a bitch uh, ass. Favorite Sour- Fallout Boy though, Fallout Boy song is probably Sugar. We're going down. <laughs> that's my favorite one. I remember that one too. Damn. All right. Yeah. Middle school rock for sure. <laughs> You're probably a big Stacy's mom fan. Uh, you probably generally that song. You know, you you liked uh, the uh, what was that? The Rejects band. Um, not the All American Rejects. No, 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 you, no. no, no. Uh, no like, I was like I was big into AFI. Is what it was. I, w- I took your My Chemical Romance. You shoved that up your ass. I went with AFI. Right, Miss Murder. That was my MySpace song for a little bit. That song jams. Play that on Guitar Hero. They had a couple good ones. Can't lie, I don't know who AFI is. Well, look them up. You're missing out. All right. <laughs> and then also, true story, because of that AFI connection, there was a guy through. So I was at like a family friend's wedding, and so like obviously friends with the, you know friends with the family, family friends. And there's three daughters. The, the the oldest one's getting married. There's the middle one who's like two or three years older than me, and then there's the young one who's my sister's age. And so like I'm hanging out with the one who's like around my age, and all of a sudden this dude from the other party. Yeah, this is Miss Murder. Uh, the dude from the, you know, he's obviously on the groom side, comes over and starts hitting on this chick. Like, you know, the, the like one of the girls that I was hanging out with, and I'm like, that's whatever. Like, that's fine. But I distinctively remember him having and because I was like, you know, I'm like 12 at this time. I'm not trying to get, well, I'm, maybe I was trying to give a dick touch. I don't know. But anyway, it was like 12, 13, we're, you know, whatever. He had a <laughs> tattoo of this, an AFI, like, avatar. Because the band, I guess, had avatars. Like, I've only known the band with the bunnies, like you saw on the cover Please right tell there. tell us most stories about your dick getting touched when you were 12 or 13 I didn't say I did. No, I didn't say that it did. Are you trying to? I said I couldn't touch. remember if I was or not, if I was plotting. Maybe by happen circumstance, if it was serendipitous, it would have happened. But I can't say that I sat out or set out cerebrally at, like, you know, at that wedding. It was just like, I'm getting my dick touched. Like, no. It, no. And I, that's what I'm saying. I got to think back to when that wedding actually was because... I mean, it's a very small window when it could have actually happened. So, probably when I was 13 or 14. Yeah. Like, not actively looking to go now and get my dick touched, but if it happened, would have been definitely pumped. All right. Uh, anything else on the pop culture update as I scroll through here? Oh, dude. Brad Pitt's getting hell of. Brad Pitt's having to come up, dude. From your penis? No. <laughs> uh, he got. Uh, he won an Oscar. Uh, are you are you anti-homo? He Jeff? was he was caught touching Jennifer Aniston, and they might get back together now. I'm saying Brad Pitt's living his best life. You would let Brad Pitt peg you? Don't even lie. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, you would. Nope. <laughs> You're probably the guy that's like hey, that Andy store from The Office. That's probably you. What? Remember Andy from The Office? Like, yeah. I'm not I'm, Oscar. Am I gay? Are Are you attracted to other men? It's like no. But if Brad Pitt walked up to me and tried to make out with me, I would resist. But if he was persistent, I would give in a little. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I think that sounds fairly fairly familiar. That's the gay uh, the gay witch on episode. I don't know. No, I don't. I I can't say that I fall along those same party lines right there. No, I'm just saying he's an attractive dude. 
you can't deny you can't deny Brad Pitt's it's an attractive the, it's, it's man. It's the gossip. It's the gossip episode, and then Michael starts spreading the word that Andy's gay, and he asks he asks Michael, Michael, am I gay? <laughs> Uh, that's and then he walked up to Jim and was like, hey, man, do you think you can send me up with some of your friends? He's like, <laughs> I, like uh, I know Pam has some friends. You know, like, guy friends, are you into guys? Well, I don't know. <laughs> 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 well, you need to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else on here? Are you a Dua Lipa fan? Uh, I don't mind her. She okay. went to the strip club and the Me Too feminism, feminist we, got out of hand. We play her music on the radio, and, I mean, I guess, I guess. That's what I'll give her. I, I do, I do. You sent me a Snapchat today, and at the end of the Snapchat, you start playing, Hey, Panini, don't you be a me. Oh, that was, yeah, yeah, that's because I was, uh, I called out Justin Bieber. I didn't, well, I didn't call him out, but it was just, he said, <laughs> oh. he said, he said, yeah, hot seat, Justin Bieber. He said, that he wasn't sure that he could be faithful in a relationship with Haley Baldwin, but that eventually he kind of told himself, I'm just going to sack up and be a good husband. So I was like, congratulations, you fucking Boy Scout. Like, you want a cookie? Like, that's what marriage is. You commit yeah. to somebody, you dickhead. So it was just like, I, the fact that that was even a story that, I mean, like, I didn't have to talk about it, but I just wanted to take the chance to, you know, use my newfound radio fame to, uh, to spread that message across the, uh, across the world, you know, good or at you. least the county. So. Good for you. Yeah. You ever let me know if there's something you want me to shout out, I'll try and work it in, maybe. I'll try my best. You know what? Maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, that'll do it for the pop culture update. I don't have anything else to add. Do you have anything else to add? Nah. That'll do it for the pop culture update. Flan, do you have anything else to add for the episode? Nah. Okay. That'll do it for this episode. Again, don't know if we're going to be back on Sunday. I mean, if, like, if I will... It just depends on what's going on. If where I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm doing for the Super Bowl. What are you doing for the Super Bowl? Um, I don't know yet. Without naming names, you know, you know what's going on. No, yeah. Is it gonna rain? Possibly. I don't know. It's not gonna rain on Sunday. Yeah. I possibly might be. Um, doing something. You know what? I'm gonna try and make plans, and then what ends up gonna end up happening is I'm just gonna end up buying a bunch of a bunch of wings, a bunch of weed, the, putting them on the grill. And then cracking open a six pack and maybe watching the game and then see if there's any basketball on or anything. But I don't know exactly. You know, probably not because it's Super Bowl Sunday. But what are you laughing at? No, nothing. What? No. I'm saying, dude, you got to be solid because of Kobe. Let's end it. All right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> to the haters and losers, of which there are many. Go fuck yourself. Until next time. Deuces. Hey. 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 Yeah. Hey. Hey, yeah, hey, hey. niggas talking, I'ma walk, don't worry about it, yeah. setting transits, niggas late like Jimmy Fallon, yeah. moving silence, I don't speak upon the violence, Woo. up you with that, pledge allegiance to the flagging, bring your static, talk your shit then drop your address, Woo. we got time today so check your rollie in your paddock, yeah. backstage shorty John Stockton where's your passes, yeah. looking at a star not Ray Charles where's your glasses, Woo. cop Next to us got flipped off like gymnastics. Yeah. Pick six, I'm to the house like UPS with that package. Hey. Office smelling that sweet smell of that short term satisfaction. Hey. My shit in the way blasting. Open doors and go, Casper, nigga. Hey. Hey. I'll feature like Jasper. Yeah. Hit that bit with a multi milli after. Yeah. I remember what y'all broke niggas said backwards. Yeah. Burning bitches with some nicks in this backwood. Yeah, we don't let shit slide. We don't let shit slide. Oh.